0: You know, I was God once.
1: Yes, I saw. You were doing well until everyone died.
0: Welcome to the World of Tomorrow. This is Back to the Futurama, your podcast voyage through one of the greatest TV shows Fox ever canceled. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 20, Godfellas.
1: Now, do you really, do you want to know what really frustrates me? All right, I think I got time for this. <laughs> as, as opposed to what? You don't have time because <laughs> we have to go directly to the into the meat of the podcast like we always do we always just go straight to the meat uh what really frustrates me is uh when you're in space and you get hit by some asteroids one whizzes through your your head of course as it does but then one lodges itself into you and then there's a civilization on it and then you try to help it but then you'd accidentally end up destroying it through your actions and then the actions of the people that do. But you, you, of course, you know. Of, co- of course, everybody knows this situation. It's just the worst. It's the pits.
0: Is this what that game Civilization is about?
1: Oh, 100%.
0: Okay. Yeah. Maybe and, I and should actually try playing that one of these there, days. There's
1: no such thing as a diplomatic victory or anything. It's just all nuclear bombs. 100% of the time. 100% of the time. Or going to space. I mean, that one's the better one. Sure nukes or space
0: nukes or space it's the new cake or death i
1: think (laughs) that's wonderful uh kind of not but okay but yeah that's what really frustrates me at least today it does i mean there's a lot of things today that are frustrating me but that's outside of the podcast realm it's
0: it's happened to the best of us really um, so yeah, that's basically the entirety of the plot of today's episode. So it's time for grades. I think. <laughs> grades.
1: <laughs> um, well, I could talk about my commute home after I was l- kept at work a little bit too long and then hit the, uh, uh, Armageddon that is 26 at five o'clock. I mean,
0: I think one person is going to be interested in hearing
1: about that. And it's going to be me when I'm listening to this back. And even then, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, I don't remember that.
0: So, the Futurama, where we get another episode that kind of just sticks you right in the middle of things. Yeah,
1: it gets going real fast.
0: They are flying through space and the Planet Express ship. And all of a sudden, like, I mean, they're just chilling. Like, I think Leela's even like, like Leela's, whistling a little tune. I
1: think she's like, do 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 do
0: And all of a sudden, they get attacked by space pirates. You know, pirates but in space i'm always just sad it's not space pirates from the metroid
1: series because it's one of my favorite series of games Mm -hmm. i feel like they did a whole lot of video game things a couple weeks ago
0: they did but they didn't do anything
1: about metroid dear futurama writers on behalf of ben i am requesting more metroid in your show that you've already aired and has been canceled twice i am sure this will be an easy request to make thank you sincerely mike from back to the futurama in (laughs) on behalf of bin from back to the futurama so they're getting a uh, dictated and not read
0: so they're getting bombarded by these space pirates
1: they get circled they're getting hit by space cannonballs the captain of the, uh, the pirate ships comes on the video screen and tells them to transfer their space doubloons is that what
0: Bitcoin is? I'm still really. I'm 100 percent sure okay. that's what Bitcoin is. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna make a, a, an extension that Ooh. every time it says bitcoins on websites, I'll, yeah. it'll make it say space doubloons instead. I love it. It's gonna be so good. I love it more than anything in the world. Um, Bender is meanwhile trying to sleep, as he does. I'm still not exactly sure how that functions with a robot, but... What well, my like hibernate mode on your laptop? I hope it works better than the hibernate mode on my laptop. It's
1: been crashing <laughs> lately. <laughs> I- okay, you've got a solid point. I, I di- I, you're right. I didn't think about how bad actually hibernate is, but it doesn't seem like it's doing a very good job for Bender either.
0: No, he wakes up. And wait, he's got bloodshot eyes got bloodshot, somehow. Of
1: course, I, I mean he's had bloodshot eye- eyes before, but mostly when he's uh, sober.
0: Mm-hmm. And he um, he decides <laughs> to put in some earplugs, but first he has to put on some ears, which he's got a whole box of ears that he just yeah takes one out and sticks it to the side of his head.
1: Well, I mean you you, you get the ear, you get the ear on both sides, and then you get an earplug in both those ears, and now you can't hear out of those ears that you applied to your head. It all makes sense. Does it though? Well, I mean, you know, for people like us that have ears, um, we can we just get to do the earplugs. But there are people out there that don't have ears, and they have to put ears on so they can use earplugs.
0: Meanwhile, the crew, the rest of the crew, is trying to fend off the space pirates. And I think this is—is is this like a? I want to say it's a Last Starfighter uh, reference. It's
1: very possibly because
0: Fry is standing at an arcade cabinet shooting at these these like 8-bit pirate ships
1: like almost holograms holographic kind of look well
0: like. it's 8-bit's the wrong word it's more like the vector yeah. oh yeah like the tank yeah game. yeah
1: i don't know what it's called but like robo tank or whatever it is
0: i mean there were a lot of games back in the the 70s and 80s that did that oh uh, that's fair and but yeah I want to say it's a last Starfighter reference because like the whole plot of that movie is that he's really good at an arcade cabinet and uh, he gets brought up to like help alien species because he knows how to pilot.
1: Well, I feel shits. like they I feel like they did a rip a uh, 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 homage to that with the uh, the same episode I talked about earlier with all the video games because he he does the he fights with the space invaders game. He's just he can only fight when he's playing arcade games and he's good at that actually. I mean one of them was the what if machine, but he does blow up a pirate ship by shooting at it in the game. What if?
0: What if? The what if machine. Okay. Secretly, but very slowly grants wishes. Because very oddly grants wishes Because too. because oh, okay, oh, oh, conspiracy theory. Oh, Let's do it's, this. All Let's right. do this. He doesn't ask the what if machine. He wishes on the what if machine, Ooh. and then the professor makes him reword it, yeah, what as if a what if, if, if said, question. Yeah. And all of a sudden, oh, all of a sudden, Ooh. he's blowing up aliens at standing at an arcade cabinet. This goes deeper, I'm sure. <laughs> blowing this wide open, <laughs> you heard it here first on this podcast.
1: i feel like the a podcast is the ideal form for conspiracy theories about television shows that have been canceled twice
0: look i'm just saying i'm just saying that the what if machine (laughs) can grant wishes but it does it slowly because (laughs) it's been weeks since we got that episode yeah and it's only that one little bit it kind of installs it bit by bit like a jigsaw puzzle of wish granting (laughs)
1: <laughs> well remember fry does know the god i can't even he knows that monkey its name is donkey who who knows maybe donkey kong makes an um, uh appearance as well um On the planet nintendo 64 so
0: anyways uh we haven't made it past the first scene yet <laughs>
1: We're good at this podcasting thing. Uh, Bender is just kind of like really upset because he's like, I want to take a nap. I'm going to have to get into a tube. And he gets into one of the torpedo tubes, torpedo number three, um, and takes the torpedo out and says, why don't you come back after I've had some sleep? I don't want
0: to know, really. I
1: really don't either.
0: Leela decides to shoot torpedoes at the space pirates initially s- firing torpedo number three, mm-hmm. which I love that Fry uses a little roti- rotary telephone dialer to select torpedo three.
1: Oh, it's the best uh, input method that's ever, ever happened or ever been. Absolutely.
0: So all of a sudden Bender gets shot out of torpedo tube. Number three, he is
1: screaming. Damn you. Leela!" As he cul- like just flies directly through the pirate ship. And uh, has a bag of swag. Yeah, he comes out of that
0: with a bag of swag, he, which I like that it says swag on it. It
1: literally says swag on it. Um, the pirate ship slowly, like, circles and then explodes. After, I believe, the space pirate captain says, the true treasure was my children or something like that. Yeah,
0: he says, too late I realize that me children are me only real treasure.
1: <laughs> yeah, a touch, a touch too late, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, literally seconds after a robot just got
1: shot through his ship yeah, and stole a bag of swag. That that being said, sometimes it takes something drastic to make you really believe what's and imp- really figure out what's important. Da, da, da. If a robot just crashed through my
0: apartment right now- I And caused w- it to explode? <laughs> and caused it to explode. I would, in that moment,
1: really- Figure out what my life is all about. In that moment, I would just be questioning a lot of a lot of things. Really, uh, like where did it come from? Why? Is where you, did it go? Where wh-
0: did it come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Woo!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you wooing and pointing at me? About that? <laughs> I can't. I don't think I've seen Ben more excited to say some words. Oh man, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what came over me
0: just now. (laughs) The power of the Joe. The power of Cotton Eye Joe. (laughs) It's within us all. So the the ship blows up. Bender is zooming ahead through space. And Fry is like, go quick, go after him. And Leela says that because they were already going at full speed when Bender was fired out of the torpedo tube, that bender is going too fast and will he's going faster than they are because physics yeah faster and, than they can go too and so they, they were going with max speed literally never catch up to him which fry asks not even if you rub the enja with cheetah blood
1: not even fry is pretty upset because he knew that bender wanted to drift forever but through the american southwest <laughs> I do like the
0: <laughs> image of Bender sort of just roaming, hitchhiking his way through the American Southwest, riding the rails.
1: Yeah, stopping at a New Mexican cafe, eating some Hatch green chilies.
0: Mm, yep, you mm, see now you got me going. I on don't those know if I Okay, I was worried there. I'm for having. A moment I'm having a moment.
1: <laughs>
0: They're the best. <laughs> I just can't. Like, Would
1: you like to tell the rest of the podcast uh, audience everything about them?
0: Look, if you're from the Southwest, you know, and if you're not, you probably don't, and that's just the way it is.
1: And they won't. You won't find out anything about it on this podcast.
0: <laughs> look, I'm going to make a, a Ben's favorite things podcast where I talk about the font Futura, yeah. Patch Green Chilies,
1: and Cotton Eye Joe and Cotton Eye Joe. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. No, Cotton Eye Joe is going to be
0: the theme song. (laughs) And (laughs) to, to my highbrow chat about typefaces and Southwestern
1: style food. This has been Ben's Favorite Things podcast. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. (laughs)
0: The This is is the dumbest of all the of all the dumb (laughs) podcast spinoffs we've we've proposed. (laughs) This is maybe the dumbest.
1: It's all it's not dumb until you add Cotton Eye Joe in as the theme song. And then it just goes to turbo dumb. Um, Bender is is going super
0: fast and he. Uh, decides that he wants to slow himself down. So he starts throwing stuff out of the swag bag in in order to slow himself down. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Unfortunately, he's left with very little swag. He has a Rolex that he shows to the universe and then finds a candelabra.
0: And I love that he's like, man, what am I going to do with this? And then he's like, wait. And he pulls a a little like piano. Yeah. Like... Linus from peanuts style piano, very, very much like so, yes, and starts playing some uh he's actually pretty good, yeah, he plays some like uh really sad sort of music,
1: he kind of gives a monologue with it too,
0: and i love the I love the monologue, and you know I'm gonna read that good monologue, okay, go for it i'm I'm here because this is one that I quote that makes no sense to anybody, oh, cruel fate to be thusly boned ask not for whom the bone bones it bones for thee very good uh and yeah it's so good
1: so as he as he kind of finishes this he is like at least i have all this time to work on my my art and then hits a discordant note and is like and and continues on and then hits the same discordant note and uses the candelabra to destroy the like just utterly destroy the piano yep it is not coming back from that one an eternity to practice his art of apparently smashing pianos or an ah uh, piano
0: and then it's at that point where as you alluded to in our opening bender starts going through an asteroid field and uh one whizzes right through his head which that- is like ow that hurt a little and then one kind of lands on the lower part of his torso. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, that was fun." And then uh, he notices
1: a bunch of little tiny people mm-hmm. coming and out can, of this meteor.
0: He can also kind
1: of hear them going like, pss, 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 like just slight murmuring. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, asteroid, not meteor. My bad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in front of that correction right now. And yeah, it's these little, these little people in um, really old. Civ- like ancient civilization mm-hmm. sort of clothes. They call themselves the Shrimpkins.
1: It's adorable.
0: And they all go,
1: All hail the Metal Lord! Bender's very excited to have worshippers. Unsurprising to most. Definitely out of character.
0: I mean, I was going to say I would too, <laughs> but honestly, this episode always reminds me of playing Sim City. Where, you know, I'm trying to manage a whole city and no matter what I do, it keeps going poorly and, you Mm -hmm. know, people want different, like, people want different things. I'm like, I need to build more industrial. And then people are like, oh, but the pollution. And And you just, I can't win and I'm a terrible mayor and and I should never be mayor. And
1: then at the end of the day, everything's just covered in trash and dead people.
0: Right, like every SimCity game ends.
1: Oh, well, then there's the games that end in, like, a tornado and a volcano and an earthquake all at the same time. So yeah, I don't really want a whole bunch of worshippers on me. Thank you. And there's a there's a moral in this episode that we haven't gotten to yet that would tell you another reason why you wouldn't want to do this. So he picks up
0: a random shrimpkin, and uh he's like, Who are you? And we find out this is Malachi, who he it means loves it, our great metal lord. He he obviously really fakes it, but he says that it means
1: he who really loves the metal <laughs> lord. Hey man, when you when you're given that opportunity, you you make it work. It's true. Um and so
0: we basically find out all about this civilization um
1: full of love but mostly poor. Yeah. They, it, they seem like agrarian folks. They yeah. work. They work the land, and that is okay.
0: And Bender says it's about time I lay down a few commandments. It turns
1: out there is one, and the commandment is: God needs booze. Make it a double, <laughs> and that's straight from the Lord's mouth.
0: Look, there are some. T- there are some things where I'm like, I will not at all defend Bender for what he does. But if I had a commandment it would be ben needs booze
1: no it's pretty legit
0: and hatch green chilies yep that would be commandment too man like back in colorado you could get beer that was made with chilies as chili beer is so good man you don't even know i
1: really don't can you tell me more about it (laughs) you'll have to subscribe (laughs) oh that's right my other podcast
0: ben's favorite things
1: oh man every time that the opening strains of cotton eye joe come across my headphones i'm like oh it's time for another one of ben's favorite things i probably shouldn't call it that in case i get sued by like oprah oh yeah i,
0: I don't have
1: you get a lawsuit and you get a lawsuit and <laughs> you get a lawsuit and you get a lawsuit
0: <laughs> oh i don't <laughs> i would not be able to defend against oprah's lawyers that's um, fair
1: Well, fortunately, they'd probably just send a cease and desist first.
0: Either way, I'm going to need a new name for my podcast. So it's going to be on hiatus until I figure something out. Um,
1: The podcast that has zero episodes and no podcast feed yet. (laughs) And would be really bad. It would be pretty bad.
0: Meanwhile, back on planet Earth, the professor is using the smelloscope to try to locate Bender. But he says that Bender's odor is so
1: mild it's being overpowered by local sources everyone looks at Zoidberg and, say, and Zoidberg says, yay, everybody is paying attention to me. And then in
0: one of the most ridiculous, weird parts of this episode, <laughs> it's so Hermes weird. is like, hey, we know you're feeling really upset, so like, we brought in uh, this other robot. His name's mm-hmm. Helper. And it's this overly gregarious, very square-ish robot, just like have a uh, pudding pop or whatever. No, thanks. Anyone like to go to the amusement park? I guess that would be okay. Have a good time. <laughs> like, that's the one that gets me. Like, I'm just going to go around and be like, hey, like, you want to go, go to a uh, uh, basketball game? That seems neat. Cool. Have a good time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he also does, does say, Bender is back. He's <laughs> like, what? Oh, I thought I would cheer you up for a moment. It's like, it's so bad. Helper
0: is so bad.
1: Helper is, it. it, it it's like, I, I know you were sad about your, I feel like, oh man, I can't even, when you have a, a dog and it's gone to the, the farm upstate and your parents come back, I know you're sad about Fluffy, but here here's our new dog. His name is Fido. Like that that, that's what that scene felt mm-hmm. like to me.
0: Back in space. Bender is sipping from a giant uh, water tower, essentially, um, built onto his <laughs> chest. That is, uh, it has Lord Wiser beer in it. He's like, ooh, micro-brewed. Picks up Malachi, and Malachi, Malachi has lost an arm. Uh, which he explains, like most of his worshippers, they were maimed while
1: building the great brewery. Others died from the fumes, and now it is a uh, uh, attracted organized crime. <laughs> and, like his his once lovable
0: family is literally shooting a machine gun at like drive by bootleggers. It's there's a lot going on now on on, Bender, there, on Bender's torso. This is about as well as any Sim City playthrough goes for me.
1: Just So we're all clear on that. I love the through line of this podcast of Bender being God to Ben playing SimCity.
0: In a weird moment of Bender having emotions and like empathy, really.
1: Yeah, it's not often that Bender has empathy.
0: He starts crying and and one of his tears lands and just causes this great flood. It
1: sweeps up Malachi Jr., Malachi's son, uh, into a raging river. Where he can't really hold on because he's his arms are so tired from <laughs> practicing hugging.
0: Yeah, we didn't really talk about that, but earlier his he was hugging at like this giant jar, so he's like, "I'm practicing hugging, so when uh, so I can hug Dad when he comes home." Like it's,
1: I think it's he said when he comes back from the Metal Lord. Yeah. It's so wonderful.
0: <laughs> so Bender reaches down, saves Malachi Junior. And all of the Shrimpkins see this, and
1: then they all start praying for their own miracles from Bender. One village prays for wealth. Bender grabs a coin and drops it onto it, killing everyone, flattening the village.
0: Also, Coolio is totally on the the head on that coin, which I love ever I so mean, much.
1: It just seemed correct to me, so I didn't even like it. Didn't register for me. Yeah, because he fair. should.
0: He should be. It's true. Hashtag coolio on the quarter
1: Ooh, that actually works
0: I yeah like that. right right we can get this done let's let's <laughs> get coolio on the
1: quarter does, does the federal u.s or federal reserve have a twitter because we should tweet it at them because <laughs> then it might we might actually get some traction uh
0: so yeah he crushes this village and then the the farmers are praying for sunlight so that their barley might create a more refreshing beer for today's god on the go
1: I love the wording Uh, Bender kind of shuts his eye shade and moves a little bit to redirect the light from a star directly onto it uh, which is good for a moment until everything bursts into flames
0: and to try to put it out Bender blows it out but also uh, everything's already scorched anyways and also some of the followers get blown off into space
1: yep not not a great miracle. I believe Bender even asked for that to be left out of the Bible when you write it.
0: Uh-huh. Back on Earth, Fry is in uh, their apartment, and he's looking at a picture of Bender holding him over the edge of the torch on the Statue of Liberty.
1: He decided to to not drop me.
0: And also, there's a painting of Bender as, like, basically Napoleon. That didn't seem weird to me at all. I mean, it's Bender, so... Well... Ooh. I don't think it's weird that it exists, but if I had a painting of me as Napoleon, it would not be in my living room. Also, I believe
1: Bender has signed it. Also, wait, hold on. I want to back up for a moment to cuz I just my brain just recognized what you said. It would you have a picture of yourself as Napoleon? And if so, where would you where would you put it?
0: Well, I just said not in the living
1: room. Well, exactly. There's multiple rooms. Bedroom, obviously. So, well, where in the bedroom? Up uh, uh, at the at the head of the bed? Across from the bed? On the ceiling?
0: I wouldn't want that thing to fall on me, thank you. And foot of the bed so that when you wake up, sit up, it's the first thing that you see in the morning. Obviously.
1: See? It, this is... You say obviously, but this is up to preference. Ceiling, for me. Okay, well... That I, way you I, can ag- stare at it while you fall asleep. Agree to Disagree. I'm also not going to put it in a giant frame. I'm gonna. It's going to be a poster. Okay. Well, agree to disagree. All right. Uh, no, I will make a four-post bed, and it will be. <laughs> it will be all of the curtains. So when you draw it closed, there I am. Your wife is going to love this. My wife does not listen to this podcast, <laughs> so she doesn't know my plans.
0: Fry says, well, if I can't reach you physically, I'll just have to try something desperate and crazy.
1: So he goes to a church. The first amalgamated church uh, to meet with Father Changstein El Gamal. It's such a funny,
0: subtle joke. It's great. And I love it. Um, Although Father Changstein El Gamal says that there's nothing really that religion can do for him.
1: Well, he says that they could pray. And then when Fry asks, is there anything useful they can do? Then Father says no.
0: So then Fry goes to the um, uh, robot fortune teller woman.
1: From the wear car mm-hmm. incidents.
0: And uh, she channels Bender and. You mean Bonder? Well, I was getting to that. She channels <laughs> Bender and she's like, I'm your friend, Bonder. And. I am fine. <laughs> Give
1: the robot $10. And
0: then. It takes Fry a moment. And sure then he's does. like, wait a minute. Bender's name isn't Bonder. It's Bender.
1: And I love it. I believe at that point she's like, what do you want false hope or no hope? Um, She does tell Fry about
0: this uh, sect of monks uh, that believe God exists somewhere in space. And they built a giant telescope to help uh, to find him. Uh, and this telescope is up on the the top of the Himalayas. that's true. The monks of the Shuba. fry decides to mount an expedition up this mountain to uh mm-hmm. to go
1: use this giant telescope uh Bender if uh, we go back to Bender and he's kind of just swimming through space and then and then uh, Malachi uh prays ending Bender's kind of like swim through space and he's well, kind of... he's also
0: swimming to uh the uh blue Danube mm-hmm. um which I believe is a space odyssey 2001 reference
1: it seems probable
0: i just wanted to get that in there because i'm pretty sure that's correct unlike the last starfighter thing
1: where i'm like who knows um so malachi has, has tells bender that the infidels on his back no longer believe in Bender because their prayers are being unheeded
0: and bender's like how am i supposed to hear prayers coming out of my ass
1: um, so Malachi says that they the, the, one, the believers on the back are talking of war, uh, and Malachi asks Bender to smite them. And
0: this is when Bender decides to go the exact opposite way and say, no, every time I interfere, I only make things worse. You should solve your own problems.
1: Speaking of the exposition that uh, Fry and Leela are going to do, uh, they go to Ed's Hiking Supplies and Spelunkateria, to outfit <laughs> missed the name of <laughs> i love spelunkateria oh i stopped That's it for times. that specific reason because i loved it um fr- fry initially is like i'm gonna set up this expedition i'd like a long sleeve coat
0: leela decides to uh, leela's trying to talk him out of it and he says you can't give up hope just because it's hopeless you just have to hope even more and cover your ears and go blah 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 um and then leela decides that if he's not going to listen to reason she'll listen to idiocy
1: and come along so he doesn't die so uh they get a pack mule and a sherpa both are retrieved in the same manner with a long long stick that has a hook on the end uh when they retrieve the sherpa he kind of cries out in pain off screen of course Uh
0: uh-huh back in space Planes from the the quote-unquote infidels from Bender's backside fly up and start nuking
1: everybody. This is while Malachi and his family are looking at the Bible, which Bender says, now that's one Bible that doesn't disappoint on every page. It's
0: literally got a picture of Bender boxing a lion mm-hmm. and giving him a big uppercut. It's true. It, and that, I, that image certainly was not disappointing. It was pretty good. I wouldn't paint it and put it on on at the foot of my bed so I can see it first thing every morning. Where would you put it? Kitchen.
1: Ooh. Where in kitchen?
0: Above the sink. So I have something to look at while doing dishes because I hate doing dishes, but at least that way I can be like, check out that cool painting.
1: That's true. While you're just... You're getting that elbow grease in there. You can look at. Oh, I didn't realize that how, how good that stitching is on that that kangaroo or lion or whatever.
0: Benjari laments that uh, they found his nuclear pile, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden everybody starts getting nuked. And uh,
1: Malachi on uh, 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 of the believers decide it's time to convert the non-believers to radioactive vapor. And then they launch a whole series
0: of nukes right at the backside, and then everybody on the back explodes. And everybody this giant
1: mushroom cloud on Bender's ass.
0: Everybody on the front gets bombed, and uh, nobody's left. Nobody's left alive.
1: Not even in the porno theater,
0: which is called
1: Ezekiel's Nasty House. <laughs> um. Uh. Bender is really upset like this is a big deal to him he how could anyone have known that playing God could have such cruel consequences
0: Brian Leela get to the top of the uh, mountain uh the temple is actually in this big like the temple itself is the center of this big radar dish yeah and uh the Sherpa departs because he says he's not holy enough to enter
1: right after that fry burps and spits
0: and then, after testing the bridge to make sure that it is stable uh they and it turns out to be just a big conveyor belt, yeah, and they go into the temple back in space. Bender is really upset about everybody dying; he notices a galaxy that is signaling to him in binary. Unfortunately, Bender really only knows enough binary
1: to ask where the bathroom is, that raises a lot of questions. But also uh, of b- previous things that we've seen Bender dec- decrypt in in binary, like like in the wear car episode. Mm-hmm. No, that's true.
0: Um, Maybe and he's just forgotten it. He
1: shouts out, "Hey, do you
0: know English?" And then a, a I very, do now. Uh, that was way more menacing. Like
1: I do now.
0: Yeah, there you go. It's a very like nice, soothing sort of. Uh, it's a good voice.
1: I believe it's a, a Billy West voice. Is it? I, I think it is.
0: Okay. Well, now I'm curious. I'm going to look this up.
1: This is Ben's Google that corner.
0: Because I, I usually associate Billy, a lot of Billy West's characters with sort of higher pitched yeah. sort, of, um, sort of voices.
1: But I'm pretty sure this is him doing his lower voice.
0: Uh, yeah. Look at that. Voiced by Billy West. I'm impressed. Impressed by Billy West.
1: From downtown Mikey nails it. And he likes it. Because of the life commercial.
0: Also, just if you're going to do a a fan cast sp- specifically about Billy West, I hereby give you permission to use Impressed by Billy West. It's <laughs> a good. It's a good title.
1: Dang, that is a good title.
0: It's it's a very soothing, pleasing kind of voice mm-hmm. and
1: um they just they basically have a conversation um they the the galaxy brings bender closer um and when asked how long the galaxy just says he's always been bender kind of asks if he's god and uh, the galaxy
0: responds that it's possible he does feel compassion for all living things
1: Bender is wondering why God would think it binary and accuses him of being the remains of a computerized space probe that collided with God. It's possible,
0: my good chum. So yeah, they they start having this conversation about philosophy, basically. And meanwhile, back on Earth, uh, the uh, Fry and Leela are talking to these monks mm-hmm. who point out that um, their whole mission is to scan every last... Inch of the sky
1: every last tiny iota
0: and then that their plan is when they find god they will utter unto him a short prayer because the satellite dish also acts as a transmitter with a microphone
1: Uh, they've been searching for 700 years and have not examined even one ten millionth of the sky and Fry is asking this
0: very impassioned plea to try to get them to use the telescope for one measly lifetime. The monk says, I don't even know what to say except, absolutely not. And I, I do like how one of the other monk is, is like, maybe the love he speaks for his friend really is God. Oh, oh how convenient. <laughs> a theory about God that doesn't require a telescope. Uh-huh. And then uh, Leela challenges them to some martial arts uh, and then because they're apparently known for their martial arts, but they're actually a nonviolent, violent sect and only use it as a form of meditation. So she locks them all in the
1: laundry room on a threat that she'd kick their butts. They they go single file into that laundry room, so they are just going to have going to accept this.
0: Uh, back in space. Bender is like, hey, you know, I was God once, and then <laughs> the galaxy's in one of my favorite lines of all time of all of Futurama. Yes, I saw. You were doing well until everyone died. And that's your that that's what it says when,
1: <laughs> when SimCity ends for you, doesn't
0: it? It yeah, I mean that's I want that to be Anytime anybody asks me for any critiques on anything, I'm gonna be like, "You were doing well until everyone died <laughs> because I'm not a good person so anyways um Bender is
1: asking you know if anybody prays to the galaxy um and the galaxy says there are so many asking so much, and you kind of just tune it out so after a while
0: this is where the where god galaxy. i'm not sure exactly what to call it
1: yeah i've been calling it the galaxy so um
0: it points out that if you do too much people get dependent on you but if you do nothing they lose faith it takes a light touch like a safe cracker or a pickpocket and then bender's like or a guy who burns down the bar for his
1: insurance money yes if you make it look like an electrical (laughs) thing (laughs) that follow-up to it i like that that the galaxy knows that as well it's it's Mm -hmm. wonderful it, it does deliver, uh, the galaxy does deliver a really great line. When you do things right, people won't be sure you've done anything at all. And Bender
0: asks about if the galaxy will send him back to Earth, and it doesn't know which direction Earth is.
1: So that seems like a, probably not.
0: Meanwhile, Fry is scanning the skies randomly, just like spinning this wheel on this telescope and shouting, Bender, Bender, has anyone seen Bender? No, stop asking. And Leela's like, you know, you're never going to find him. It's, It's just such a vast, empty sky. And Fry is like, yeah, I mean, he wasn't always the best friend and on more than... One occasion, he actually stole my blood, but still, I wish I had Bender back. And as he does that, he spins this wheel. It randomly points the telescope uh, or the, the dish in a direction, and his voice travels all that distance and hits the galaxy.
1: I, I do want to point out one thing before before that whole kind of experience happens. The monks do say, we've cooked our shoes in the dryer and eaten them. Now we're bored gross hey man when you're stuck in a laundry room for three days you get bored and you eat your shoes after you cook them in a dryer it's a good place to cook things i think i imagine it gets hot in there
0: i doubt it's a very effective oven but
1: it gets hot have you felt your 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 hot metal pants after you take them out my
0: my hot metal pants
1: (laughs) you know for your
0: bender cosplay my Bender cosplay is dry clean only. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> Wonderful.
0: Uh so yeah, they you're, you're correct. The uh the monks eat their shoes, and then Fry has his whole exchange, and the galaxy gets this signal and sort of makes like a, a startled sound. And then uh Bender's like, Do you say something? And the galaxy is just like, no, well, so long, <laughs> puts a, a parachute on Bender and yeah, with flings these, him with all these, the way across like the universe, basically.
1: Really, with these really odd kind of like, almost like, I don't even know how to describe them. They're like light appendages.
0: I'm going to describe them as astral tentacles.
1: Yep. <laughs> PG podcast.
0: What? There's nothing inherently dirty about Astral Tentacles.
1: <laughs> the more we talk about it, let... Okay. Um,
0: Look, in like D&D, if you had a warlock and that warlock cast a spell, Astral Tentacles, and, and tentacles got summoned up from the Astral Plane and like yeah. started throwing things around... Okay. There's nothing dirty about that.
1: I've just been on the internet too long. So fr- Fry... Fry and Leela are just kind of leaving the monastery when they hear Bender screaming and burning through the atmosphere. And
0: then Bender lands and he's red hot, like Mm -hmm. literally red hot. Fry gives him a big old hug and burns himself. He also says it's a miracle,
1: which it kind of is. It kind of is. Yeah. Uh, Leela says it's the least likely thing that has ever happened. They do some catching up. uh, That you know, Bender was God, and Fry was looking for him. Uh, But they realize that they left the monks in the laundry room, and uh, I don't remember which one. One of them's like,
0: I think it's Fry. Fry says that uh, their God will let him out. It's fine,
1: and and Bender is immediately like, God isn't gonna. You can't count on God for Jack. He told me as much. And if, then, If we don't save those monks, nobody will. Let's go.
0: And then Bender, of all people, is like, I let's know. go save these monks. So, you know, maybe, maybe Bender's going to be a better person from here on maybe out. Maybe he's changed a little bit. Um, and then it sort of zooms back out, and it's a shot of the, that galaxy, and it repeats that line. When you do things right, people won't be sure you've done anything at all. And then it goes out to credits, which means it's time for... Gray. In general, I like this episode. Okay. Um, I think it's got a lot of good jokes. It's got, it's strangely kind of has a weird spiritual side and a little bit of a moral, which we don't really see in Futurama. Sure. Pretty much ever. Yeah. It's a, it's a strangely religious episode. Mm-hmm. Um, if you consider that, uh, Bender actually did meet God, it's a little ambiguous. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it, it's it's kind of a, a weird episode for Futurama. I think. Uh, with all that said, I mean I really do enjoy it. It's it's another episode that feels just a little busy. Uh, I, I know I definitely had trouble keeping up taking notes when I was uh, sure. watching this one, and I, the the busier episodes tend to be not as much my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean. Overall, I think it's pretty funny. It's just not a a an amazing standout episode for me. I give it a solid B.
1: Okay. Um, I I agree with you. It's it it's kind of odd in how um spiritual and how it's not it's not odd in how hopeful it is because Futurama is like you can kind of point at it's a very hopeful show at least in my estimation. Um, but you're right. It is is oddly spiritual for a Futurama episode but i i actually really kind of like it in that way um because it, that that through line you know the the main plot is is the you have both the the miracle you know uh splitting and then coming back together with the the main crew and then you've got benders kind of main story of the episode where he becomes god and then has it taken away and then learns from that and and actually changes by the end of the episode Mm -hmm. at least a little bit because how many times do you think bender is actually going to save those monks yeah that's true um but i i i really kind of like it it shows that uh it shows the future on his heart but in a little bit of a different way it does that kind of like bittersweet romantic kind of thing a lot but this is a little bit of a different uh manifestation of the show's heart and i really kind of appreciate it it is funny it is you're right it is a little busy but i actually kind of like how busy it is uh, especially with some of the there are a couple of shots of bender in space where not a whole lot happens you know like he's swimming sure and i think that allows it to breathe a little bit uh the the busyness to to breathe a little bit um i think i might like it a little bit more than you uh i i certainly don't like it enough to give it anything higher than, you know, probably an A minus.
0: Okay. Uh, no, I mean, I think that's pretty fair. Um, as always, we want to know what you think. So, if you want to get in contact with us, let us know what you think about this episode, any other episode. Just want to talk about Futurama. We're or Ben's always, favorite things. Or Ben's favorite things. My brand new podcast that's already on hiatus. So... <laughs> Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at back to the futurama podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at
1: us at back to futurama. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash back to futurama. And we are on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever they're calling it these days. Uh search for us, uh rate us, review us, subscribe, and uh, send it to your friends. And we can all enjoy Ben's favorite things together, including Cotton Eye Joe. And hey, I know we don't we we are per- very purposefully
0: not um, uh, political on this podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, if you're listening in the U.S., uh, we do want to just hop on the soapbox real quick about uh, the issue of net neutrality, which is currently uh, potentially on the chopping block mm-hmm. in the coming weeks. This show only exists because of the Internet. No one... In their right mind, would give this show a voice in traditional media. Absolutely not. And so, if you like what we do, if you like other podcasts, as I'm, I imagine we're not the only one that you listen to. I'd be surprised if you're the only, if we're the only one that you listen to. Sure. But if you like podcasts, you know, consider taking a look at at what is at stake if we lose net neutrality. Um, you know, if you agree with the importance behind it call your reps, you know, get the word out, try to, you know, make sure that the internet stays a free and open place.
1: Absolutely. And I believe uh, we've tweeted about it and we'll probably tweet about it in the future days. So, um, yeah, uh, without without the open internet, you, things like this might not be in existence. Um, and we know we, we call it dumb and it's silly, but it's a whole lot of fun and it's nice to be able to connect with you. Um, we just want to be able to connect with you without any... Uh, anything in the way
0: and we absolutely would not be on this soapbox if we didn't feel it was a, a very important issue for us so um yeah uh i i think that's all we really wanted to say about that and so we'll uh yeah we'll put put that soapbox away and until next time i'm ben and i'm mike
1: goodbye from the world of tomorrow What is your favorite thing today, Ben?
0: I mean, I'm still going to go with like burrito smothered in green chili.
1: Well, that's a little different than just green chili. Tell me about like what's in the burrito with that, that green chili smothered on top of it.
0: Probably eggs because breakfast burritos are like the best thing.
1: So just eggs or are you getting some eggs, peppers po- in there? No, eggs, oh.
0: potatoes, fajita veggies. Um... It's really all you need. Oh, okay. and some cheese. Some oh, cheese. Okay. Cheese.
1: Now, I did hear uh, you have thoughts about broccoli.
0: <sighs> so there are so many places where when you get a vegetarian burrito, okay, they put broccoli in it or cauliflower in it or carrots in it, and, like all sorts of weird things that don't ever belong in a burrito. I have strong opinions on that as
1: being very... Wrong. I believe that the burrito places that serve those kind of things have just gotten bin burned. Boom. So, this has been a, a backdoor pilot of what used to be called Ben's favorite things.
0: We will have one listener, and it's not even going to be me. So,. <laughs>